Go for the pen. Have a nice day every day and I have go for the pen of the pen. Go for the pen. Weekly wrestling review show. Keep killing it. Go for the pen is live. Episode 54. It is Mikey Q and I am joined by Kingsy, aka Thunder Rosa Parks, and <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> Thunder oh Rosa god! Parks. Oh god! It's... Whoa! Um, what a weekend! Okay, I just want to start by saying that. Um, this weekend was Battle Club Pro's uh, Jobber Slam, um, presented by Battle Club Pro and by the Jobber Tears podcast. I'll get to that a little bit later on in the show. We do have a lot of other things to talk about. Um, first off, before we start the show, um, I just want to say thank you to Powerbomb Jutsu for coming on last week. We really appreciate it. Um, Dom and Darrell. Okay. Now I listened to the new show that just came out this Sunday, B plus pair. I believe gonna, it is. Gonna... Uh, no, 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 V. No, no, V. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Um, I, I listened, I listened to okay. the new podcast oh. and, um, I heard some things about myself. Okay. okay? Specifically mm-hmm. about me, uh, and the fact that I messed up the name and I called it Jitsu last week. Now, to be fair. Okay. I thought it was an I after the J, which would be Jitsu and not Jutsu. Right. But I did apologize to both Dom and Darrell on the show last week, uh, and I apologize to them after the show. I get it. This is wrestling, right? You felt the need. Mr. Trick, I believe is your name. Um, Mr. Trick, you felt the need to uh, call me out on your podcast and say, get the name right, if I remember correctly. Um, And I did get the name right, eventually. I did mess up, and I'll own that. Um, but yeah, I don't appreciate you burying me on your podcast, buddy. Um, but Mr. Trick, if you would like to come on to go for the pen, we'd love to have you here, buddy. Um, the door is always open. Just ask your co-hosts. Uh, shout out to you guys, by the way. I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate you guys coming on and you guys are welcome anytime you feel the need to come on as well. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to get that off my chest. Um, I apologize last week. I'll apologize this week. It's Powerbomb Jutsu, okay? Make sure you support those guys, all right? They do a great podcast. I'm not here to bury them, but I don't appreciate waking up on Sunday morning on my commute to work listening to um, Mr. Trick burying me. So, Mr. Trick, hey, how you doing, buddy? Um, You can come on to the show whenever you like. Uh, But anyway, so um, we have a lot to get to. (laughs) B, how you feeling today? I'm really. <laughs> I know. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, in Mike's defense, yeah. he's not an anime person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I ain't got nothing to do with me because no, I know the name of the show, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Just, I'm, oh. if, if if 
if I watch anime, I probably wouldn't have made that mistake, you know, but I, I don't watch anime. Sorry, guys. Um, you know, nothing wrong with it. I know it's a huge anime community out there. Uh, but the, the people that watch Naruto. I see that's probably the only anime it, that it, I've like it's, heard it's, of. But uh, yeah. Shout okay. out to my tag. Shout out to my tag team partner. Anyway, um, that's all I got. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Moving on. Uh Let's mm-hmm. let's move right along. Yeah, um, let let's start. <laughs> um, we got some news to get to. I will be covering Battle Club Pro, like I said at the end of the show. Uh, they had a great show. Um, this past Saturday in Brooklyn, my hometown, me and V's hometown. Um, and yeah, I'll be covering that. Uh, also, we'll talk a little Bray Wyatt news. A lot came out over the weekend about Mr. Bray Wyatt. Um, and yeah, we'll be covering a lot. So. I guess we should just get right back, right into it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so I believe last week we left off with NXT or kind of briefly talking about it. So um, I don't think we covered AW from last week. So let's get right into AW and um, take it from there. Mm-hmm. So um, AW had their fight for the Fallen show. And I do have a couple of things we can talk about with this Um because there's a couple of questions that we need to answer here. Um, if we have those answers. I just had a Kanye moment. You ain't got the answer. But anyway. So, I <laughs> fair enough. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, the show opened with the elite of the Young Bucks and the Good Brothers versus Hangman, Adam Page, and Jonah Dark Order. Um, we got wait. Is my mic going? Is my mic going in and out? It is. Yes. All right. mm-hmm. <clears throat> We're live, pal. <laughs> Got to make the shirts. Okay. Am I good? You guys can hear me. You're good. Okay. I was saying the show opened with the elite of the Young Bucks, the Good Brothers uh, versus Hangman, Adam Page, and Join the Dark Order. Um, in a like Survivor Series elimination uh tag <laughs> match here. Um. <laughs> So let's cut right to the chase here, right? Survivor Series. <laughs> I, I mean, that's kind of what it was, right? It was like a Survivor Series elimination tag match. Like, was it? it wasn't, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. So, so um, we had okay. Let's cut right to the chase here. It came down to Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus Adam Page because everybody else was eliminated. Um, at this point, I'm like. Are they gonna have Adam Page be Superman and beat all three uh, members of the Elite here, or is he gonna do the Job, pal? Um, he did the job. Adam Page loses, and not only does he lose, the Dark Order now lose their tag team title match, and um, Adam Page now is out of the title picture. Um. How did you feel about this? For one, how did you feel about the presentation of the match? They did it a lot differently, which I always I'm gonna give you credit for creativity. So I, I thought that it was very creative how they had uh, the Dark Order uh, and Adam Page kind of have like a remix song that they came out to the video wall beforehand. Or like I thought all that was cool, and then you had um the the elite come out like a basketball team and everything. It's TNT. Like I get it. It I thought it was cool. Um. What did you think about this match? And now, where do we go with Adam Page? Um, I really still think that Adam Page is going to be the one to dethrone Kenny Omega. 
Okay. Um, considered there's been allegedly some new additions that um, may change. I'm not mm. too sure. We'll get but, there. But um, I think that um, I still think Adam Page is still eventually going to find a way to become number one contender or stay number one contender or whatever. I, you know what? I, I think that I think Adam Page is out for a little bit. I think he's out of the title picture right now. I, I think they did that to get him out of the main event for All Out because maybe they have a bigger main event in mind. <laughs> and we will get there. But I, I think I think there's a reason that Adam Page is basically having to relinquish his number one contendership. Um, I think there's a reason, but we should get there. Overall, though, I thought this was a solid match. Great way to open the show. Um, lengthy match, but it was good. It was good stuff. Uh, let me see what else. All right, so um, we had a celebration for uh, Ricky Starks. Not much there. Typical like kind of sports entertainment story there. Um, we got Tanahashi. Challenging the winner of Lance Archer versus I don't want to mess up his name. Um, he, ah man, Hi Khalil. I've also butchered it, so I, I yeah. really, I really don't want to butcher it. Oh, it. hold on, hold on. Wait before we move on. My boy's in the house. All right, so hey. I think Adam Page is going to dethrone Omega 2, but it will be the same night Punk comes back. Oh, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's going to get there. Hey, oh, get that off the screen. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just playing. It's all good. But, uh, whoa, <laughs> easy there, pal. Um, <laughs> all right. But, uh, okay, that's that definitely is a possibility, but we'll get there. Um, So, yeah. All right, so we had Santana and Ortiz versus FTR with uh, Telly Blanchard at ringside. Um, solid tag team match, but there was a scary moment here. Um, Cash Wheeler, like, almost ripped his arm open um, on one of, the, like, the, the hooks that keep the, the ring together um, or the uh, I, the turnbuckles to the ring post, I believe, is what caught him. And, like, he lost a good chunk of his arm from what I'm hearing. Like, Ooh. you know, yeah, um, it was bad. Like, they immediately went to the finish, and FTR got the win, and now it's kind of the end of it. Um, before that happened, this match was going really well. Um, yeah. But they just kind of, um, you know, I, I guess everybody was worrying about cash and uh, speedy recovery, the cash wheeler. I mean, that that's it's tough, man. You know, so um, what did you think about this whole thing? I also thought it was a, you know, a solid – match up until you know you know they their FTR is good FTR is good at what they do I should say like they were saying like a a chunk of like I guess scan or whatever not really his arm I was kind of exaggerating but it was it was Cash Wheeler uh Cash Wheeler that um got injured pretty bad um so hopefully he'll be okay uh all right so we had the IWGP United States Championship match. We had Lance Archer versus Hikaleo, Hik- Hikaleo I believe, with King Haku, his father. Yeah. I know Haku. 
Okay. Yeah. I do know. Um, yeah. Lance Archer retained. I, I wasn't surprised at this at all. Um, I thought it was Good okay. Match, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I thought it was, I thought it was okay. Good. You know, I didn't have a problem with it. Um, so <laughs> we get a promo for AEW Rampage, right? Tony Schiavone tells us that Rampage is going to be at the United Center mm. in Chicago on August 20th. When I tell you mm. that was one of the loudest CM Punk chants I've heard in a long time, I, I'm not exaggerating. Like, they yeah, were Yeah, when loud. something's good, not when something's bad. Right, 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 exactly, exactly. So I'm just going to throw it out there. Is it Punk? Putting you on the spot, man. <laughs> you, put, man. You, look, you put me on the spot enough on the damn show. We're not even 15 minutes in. Um, <laughs> it gotta be Paul. But I don't know. Mm. I, I don't know. I I don't know. I, do I think I, do I think that CM Punk is trolling all of us? Yes. <laughs> He does that. <laughs> Part of me thinks he's completely trolling everybody. Right. But I also think that there's a possibility. And, and we, we've we said this, you know, we've been saying CM Punk coming back, CM Punk this, CM Punk back that for the past, what, seven or so years? Yeah. Yeah. You know. I'm eight years at this point. Almost, yeah. Damn near a decade. And. Yeah. Wow. I think this will be the time that it might be. Because if you thought, uh, I think it was for Rampage, or is aren't they going to be in Chicago for All Out? Yes. Yes, they are. They're going to be in Chicago, I, feel, I think, that whole week. I think they're doing, like, All Out week. Mm. If not at Rampage, All Out. Okay. So... Here's my theory on it. I don't think they would announce the United Center in Chicago for Rampage if they do not at least believe CM Punk will be there. Because some people are saying it's not Punk, it's not Punk, it's not Punk. I think they're setting themselves up for disaster if they don't have CM Punk and they're doing the United Center. Like, I I think that's... Right. That would that would actually be a nail in their coffin early. Yeah, I, I think so. Okay. Let's uh let's tie this in real quick, right? So two years ago, Ring of Honor had a show at Madison Square Garden, right? This was the same mm-hmm. weekend as WrestleMania in New York, New Jersey. But yeah, New York. Um sure. Yeah, right. Well, according to WWE, there's a New York, New Jersey. I've never been there. But <laughs> according you know, to WWE, so, so is it in when he said New York, New Jersey? I'm like, so is it in Lincoln and Holland? Right, like right in the in the middle of the water, like right there, <laughs> right there. I think Punk will arrive on Dynamite and issue a challenge to someone. It's possible. It is possible. Um. So, okay. With with CM Punk, right, and just this whole Chicago thing and everything like that. I, I oh, back to Ring of Honor for a second. Ring of Honor did this show with New Japan, right, and that's they sold out Madison Square Garden. 
with the belief that the elite will be there. And I'm talking about the whole elite. This was before AEW was even thought of, right? Or I shouldn't say thought of, but it wasn't. It, it didn't come into fruition yet. Um, everybody bought tickets, including myself, thinking, okay, the Bucks, Kenny Omega, Cody, they're all going to be there. Guess what? We bought a ticket. None of them were there. None of the elite was there. And it was like more of a New Japan show than it was a Ring of Honor show. And that's fine. That's fine if you didn't mislead the people. Because even when the tickets came out, they were promoting it like the elite was promoting it, knowing they weren't going to be there. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if they learned anything from Ring of Honor, they know do not mislead your audience. Do not try to fool people into buying tickets to the show, knowing. Now, they can easily, they do have an out. They never said CM Punk was going to be there. He's not advertised. He's not. So, but they are doing, they're feeding into all of this. They're feeding into it. Like, so they if, are. It's, they if are. it's not punk, could it be Daniel Bryan or Brian? Now, I think that if it was Brian Danielson instead of CM Punk, yeah, um, then it the deception, disgrace, um, wouldn't be that bad, yeah, yeah, but. If CM Punk doesn't show up at all, yeah. and neither does Daniel Bryan. Oh, man. Yeah. Woo. It's going to be tough for them. It's going to be real Vince, Vince Russo era WCW. Oh, boy. And, um, oh, no, bro. And I would hate to have that happen, especially when so much wrestling is happening, happening right. right now. Yeah, it's a lot going on right now. So, okay. Um, after the match, uh, after the IWGP championship match, uh, we got a backstage with Cody and as he's talking, I thought this was hilarious as he's talking, <laughs> I'm sorry, but that, that was hilarious as Cody's talking, Malachi Black just comes out of nowhere and kicks him in the face. Like he's in like the uh-huh. goal position. They're calling it the goal position, but we know it as fans as the gorilla, gorilla. position. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so it's funny that Tony Khan's just like. <laughs> just going crazy back there. What are you doing? You know, but um uh they they fight to the stage and Malachi Black takes out Cody, takes out poor Frego del Sol, um, who is getting a lot of buzz on uh dark and elevation. And I guess we're gonna have to address that as well. Um what's going on on dark and elevation. Um one specific thing uh that V sent me. But um yeah, anyway, the crowd was heavily booing Cody and it's noticeable. Um I get it. I I, I think what's happening is Cody Cody is him and it, to his credit and to his detriment. detriment. He's him. Like, so Cody goes out there and a lot of times, like, it's not an act, him going out there saying that he loves the the fans and, you know, all that. It's not an act, but people do get tired of the same thing. Pandering. Pandering, Pandering, right. Pandering, the same thing. Like, I I get it. Yes, you have a biracial kid, okay? I And he (sighs) makes it a point to mention it. But, and and this is what I'm, and this is what I'm saying. I, I think that Cody didn't necessarily do anything wrong, but I feel like people are just tired of Cody. 
and I feel like they want a change with him. I'm gonna. Uh, you want to read the comment or? I think Tony Khan is gonna keep his hand on TV. So, do you think that just real quick? Do you think well, he's we be- we should probably read it like like the full thing because you know we have the podcast version also, so they wouldn't even be able to like hear I just read it. it. Oh, I, no, I only okay. heard the first part. All right, all right. So no. I'm gonna repeat. I'm gonna repeat it for okay. those who didn't hear it. I think Tony Khan is going to keep appearing on TV. He's got to get a personality. So do you think he's going to go down the the Mr. McMahon route? I hope not. I also hope not. (laughs) I I think Tony should stay away from the television, like the television aspect of it. I feel like. I agree. Because I, I, once you start having bosses get involved, like like real life bosses involved, I, they, for whatever reason, try to focus on getting themselves over more than the rest of the talent. And um, I don't want Tony to take away from anything that is going on on the show. Or having um, kissed my ass club. Tony, I don't think would ever do that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I would hope I would hope not. Um. But yeah, I mean, good question. Uh, I mean, well, good comment, I should say. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I do see Tony on TV here and there, but he doesn't really make it a thing to be on TV, which I think is a good thing. Um, although I did enjoy his commercials, if you saw them, um, during the whole Impact AW crossover thing when they first started it, Tony used to do these commercials on Impact, and I thought they were hilarious. Like, but those are fine. I would not have Tony as a television character. Yeah. Um, okay, let's keep going here. And Malachi Black got heavily cheered, by the way. Um yeah. let's keep going. Private party and 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 Helico um with Matt Hardy versus Christian Cage and Jurassic Express. Uh baby faces go over here. Standard tag team match. Yeah. Yeah. Um Julia Hart versus Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa gets the win. No surprise there. I, uh, quick comment about Julia Hart. I'm pretty sure we'll get. I guess since we're covering AEW, we can cover it now. Um, side note before we finish, um, Dynamite. Um, there is uh some controversy going on now. For those that have been following what's been going on on Dark, um. The acclaimed are in a storyline with the varsity blondes. <sighs> the acclaimed are heels. Okay, I do want to point that out. Um, and they have been saying some really bad things to Julia. I'll I'll, I'll put it that way, right? But and and it's like they've been coming all pretty close to the um that crossing that line, and mm-hmm. I, I, I think oh, they close? I think they have close? yeah yeah oh. close, but. Okay. I I think this time they actually uh crossed the line. Um, let's see if we actually have that uh ready to go. Um, Is she like a baby? Let me. Uh, she's not a baby. She's a grown adult. But uh, yeah. So look, we we have it. She's nineteen. All right. Can we hear it? The acclaim kicking ass for miles. Make you claim mental health like Simone Biles. The side gal's gonna pay the cost. I'ma treat those bitches like Duke Lacrosse. The blondes say they the best, but those dudes are faker than a PCR test. And what's that smell here in North Carolina? Oh, wait, that's Julia's. Oh! 
Wow. You mean Julius Brothers and all the croissants. All right. All right. All right. I think we've we've heard enough. All right. We've heard enough. Um. Okay. I still hear it. Give me a second. Um. All right. Yeah. I think we're good. Um. Yeah. V sent that to me. Uh. About about two hours ago. I was actually watching. Um. Hey, Jeff. Jeff Meacham. What's up? Um. I was watching NXT as it happened, so I didn't I, I didn't get a chance to see Dark yet. Um, they have been doing these kind of things uh, for the last couple of weeks, um, but yeah, that was I I have enjoyed for the most part what they was doing this week. No, I um I can't support it, and I uh, I, I kind of I'm kind of at a loss for words. Like I was I was pulling for these kids, man. Especially like I like Max, but especially Anthony Bowens, who I saw in Battle Club just a couple of years ago. So, yeah. Um, hold on. The claim is the best. Can't wait till they get the strap. I mean, did you just see the video that we played? <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, I don't know about that one. I, and like I said, I I liked liked the acclaim. Um, you know, I did. I know, I know. But yeah. I used to I used to put them over every week. You know, no, I didn't. It's tough. It's tough for me because I know they are heels, and this is what they they want people talking. I get it. I completely understand that. But there's there's certain lines, I guess, that you just don't cross, and they did it. Um. Ah, uh, V. I don't know if you wanna if you wanna touch on this, or if not, we could just keep going. But this, oh, oh, I am. This is why I'm not rooting for everybody. But um, so. Where to start? I'm going to start with the Simone Biles comment because I have some words to Miss Flair also. Um, okay. She mentioned her in a promo, right? Yeah, she did. Yeah. It wasn't as bad as this. No, no. Um, so for those who don't know, um, Simone Biles has recently, uh, you know, left for, you know, mental health reasons and stuff like that. And it's, I get you wanting to be a heel. Let me, let me stop you right there. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Okay. Cause I'm going to miss, hold, hold on. Hold that thought. Um, okay. yeah. So I watch it in the verses. Yeah, I know it's Dipset versus the locks right now. So, uh, the people that's watching us, thank you. We appreciate it. Cause I'm going to watch that on the replay. Um, what did they, so it wasn't what they said last week. It's what they said this week. <laughs> um, and, uh, V do, do you want to kind of paraphrase, I guess? Cause I don't, I, I I'm not going to say exactly what they said, but I guess you can paraphrase it. So they basically took a sh- a couple of things they did wrong. Um, they took a shot at Simone Biles for you know taking a break for mental health reasons, which a lot of um, athletes now are doing, which I completely and utterly support. Yeah. Um, and then there was another joke. Uh, it was a Duke lacrosse rape joke, and for those who are not familiar. Um, with that, um, that was actually three men from the lacrosse team from Duke University in North Carolina um, uh-huh. were accused of sexual assault in 2006 or seven. Um, and then they talked about Julia Hart, who is a baby. She's I'm 10 years older than she is. She's 19. We're old, V. 
<laughs> She's not a baby. He's a baby. We're old. <laughs> I hear you. It, it's just, you know, rape jokes are never funny. No, 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 no. I'm not. No, no, I'm not saying that you are. I'm just yeah. saying rape jokes are never funny. Um, mental health jokes aren't funny because no. people die, literally, you know, because not take care of themselves. And Julia's 19. <laughs> I'm just going to. Julia's 19. And I'm going to paraphrase something that Cat Williams said about comedy. Yeah. Um, and turn it into, you know, make it wrestling related. If you can't get heat um, by being a heel, by just, you know, instead of saying controversial stuff. You yeah. know, if you can't if you can't get heat without saying controversial stuff, maybe you're not good of a heel that you think you are. Yeah. And sure. I I get trying to use um current events um in wrestling. Mm. It usually doesn't miss it usually doesn't hit the mark. Mm. Uh it, it never does. It that mental health is not something to laugh at. Right. And if I'm not mistaken, um, one of the acclaims is queer. Yeah, Anthony Bowens. So, you know, should know firsthand, especially with all of these young kids within the past couple of years committing suicide for being bullied and their mental health just deteriorating. I, I think it was in poor taste. It yeah. wasn't funny, and it's not the first time they've done something that. I personally found offensive. So it's like you're trying to get people talking, I get it. Yeah. But being shop jocks, like being very Howard Stern, Star Buckwild. Yeah. That loses its and that was shade on both both those people. That lose that loses steam. Yeah, you. Yeah, I'm never. You know, I was going to. You know, I'm never. You know which one I was going to talk about. Oh yeah, I'm never getting over that. And you know, it. It's not going to make people enjoy you, right? After a while, because you're trying to be controversial just for the sake of being controversial. Yeah, and that wears thin. And I'm. I'm going to say this. I'm not a reader of faces. But right, Julia, right. to me, looked very uncomfortable. She has looked uncomfortable the last couple of weeks. I'm not going to lie. Like that, yeah, she does, you know. Even if she knew what the promo was before they went out there and did it, like she doesn't look comfortable at all with it. Um, And from what I hear, Julia's a, a really nice girl. So it's like, you know. um, But nice woman. Let me stop calling. Let me not be disrespectful. She's but, um, 19. Of course, to me, she is a baby. <laughs> like. Okay, well, yeah, she's an adult, but she's a baby. Well, speaking of Julia, transition here. Speaking of Julia, she did wrestle oh, Thunder Rosa, and um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Thunder Rosa got the win, of course. I mean, you know, but Julia needs to. I think Julia can be really good. Um, I think she just needs to be. Uh, <laughs> I just think she needs to um be in the ring with people that's better than her. I got a little distracted real quick. I think Plan of Max Caster would have been better going at the baby. At this point, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and say no about that. I, I mean <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
The baby yeah, got a lot of heat on him too right now, but that's a whole other story for yeah, another no. time. It's, it's, it's a no for that one. For another time. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. the one that used to walk around Charlotte wearing a diaper. For rapping. another time. For another you time. Know, um, he, he murdered that child in honey so I'm sorry. Never mind. Go ahead and just keep going. We're going to um, keep moving. I'm just gonna keep going. Um, yep. Yeah, I'm so happy that Thunder Rosa is signed to AEW officially now. Um, yes. Okay, let's <laughs> let's keep going. Um, all right, so the main event came about here, and it's the five labors of Jericho. We're on labor three, two, two. two. This three is next week, I believe. Yeah. So, all right. Well, this week I should say. So we had Nick Effing Gage versus the Pain Maker, Chris Jericho. In the main event of AEW, um, another week of just like, what am I watching on my television? Um, pizza cutter, right in first minute of the match, just it's like, yeah, just slice Chris Jericho's arm, and Jericho, you can see him looking like, did you just, did you, did you just slice me with a? Like, he called him Aubrey, like, did, did he just slice me with a pizza cutter? Am I bleeding right now? Like. Yeah, so first first minute in the match, um, you had everything. You had pizza cutters. You had, uh, no, yeah, it's five. It's actually five. So they're gonna. I think that this week, this week is the third. <laughs> my mic. I hit my mic real quick. Um, this week is the third, and then um, which is Juventud Guerrero, I believe. Uh, but uh, yeah. So yes, it's five. Um. Yeah, we had a pizza slicer. We had light tubes. Um, we had glass. It was just, it was violent. I mean, it's all the things you can get from Home Depot, Lowe's. Uh, right, exactly. And it's crazy because Nick Gage just went through a death match with Matt Cardona four days before this. Yeah, like, I mean, that guy's crazy. I yeah, mean, like legitimately, like crazy. Um, yeah. And we let this psycho criminal onto TNT, but but that's neither here nor there. Um, so Chris Jericho beats Nick Gage in the main event. Um, hold up. uh, yeah, a lot of cringing weapons. Yeah, it was yeah. it was bad. It, it was. I was like, me and my grandpa was like, oh, childhood. By the way, and he's like, oh, oh, yeah. I'm like what? I think yes, it was. Consider tame in in the sense of death matches that happen outside of national television, but on national television, that was pretty extreme. Like you're not gonna see that on just regular, you know, cable. Um, and so I guess we got to talk about the Domino's controversy, right? <laughs> so they had a <laughs> they had a funny a funny um like ad thing. I guess they uh, did a picture in picture, um. Of Jericho being sliced with a pizza cutter, and the first commercial you see is Domino's, <laughs> and I thought that was perfect. Uh, what did see, you think about that? That's yeah. con. See, if you're gonna do something controversial like that, that's act. I'm not. Well, let me not say that the action again sliced over with a pizza cutter is funny, but the irony in that it was fun. <laughs> like it was hilarious. Like yeah, I was like, wait, wait, a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, like, I'm y'all trying... going to jail. Wait, say that again. Say that again. I'm like, yeah, I was like, y'all are going to jail for real, yo. Like that was 
that was funny stuff though. I'm not gonna lie. Like that was funny. I, stuff. I didn't I, I, I didn't realize it when it happened initially, but then when you know how Twitter is, like when Twitter started going crazy over it, I thought it was like just hilarious. So I mean, and apparently there there's you know some heat, and Domino said that they're gonna pull their um advertising, which that's a problem. Okay, once advertising company or advertisers in general or sponsors sponsors um start pulling their sponsorship or their um advertisements from your show that's affecting your money that's a big bank that you're affecting okay so yeah they they might want to chill aw's been doing these super violent matches um for the last couple of weeks and it gets to the point like where what, what are we doing here like you know and i'm not look I was entertained by it. I'm I'm not like criticizing the match. And Chris Jericho in his 50s does not have to do this. Like I like, you know, it's crazy. Jericho has been in a business so long and he's so, you know, respected and all of this. Like he he's a Hall of Famer, right? He doesn't have to put himself through this at 50, but yet he he is, you know. So I do give Chris credit for that. And I um I give Nick Gage credit for bringing it with Chris Jericho. Um, and if this is the last time we see Nick Gage on national television, then what a way to go out, right? Losing to Chris Jericho in the main event of AEW. So what did you think about this whole thing? I guess just an overall. And uh, yeah, what did you think about Dynamite as a whole this pa- oh, last week? Um, Dynamite as a whole, I give it a count. Two, okay, hold on. Uh, all right. <laughs> I got to get the graphics up. Yeah, all right. So you give it a two count. All right. Yeah. Uh, the match. <laughs> oh, the, yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, go ahead and pull that comment up because that's actually what I wanna. Um, I'm gonna start with this. I think AEW is trying to spoon feed the Attitude Era to the fans, and that I, and I have to agree with that. Um, granted, the Attitude Era was what it was, right? For that time, and there was a lot of controversial shit. You know, we had DX and blackface. <clears throat> People forget about that. Um, no, I remember. I was watching. Yeah, I remember too. But uh, it, you know, it was a lot of controversy. But it, I can't even say that it was organic for the most part. Yeah. But it's like they're doing too much. And, right. and uh, I like I like AEW, or, I, or at least I try to like yeah, AEW. Yeah. yeah. But they're they're doing too much, and they're trying to. They're trying too hard to show that they're not like WWE. And I don't want that to be their downfall. And I think I've said this previously, like a long time ago, that I don't want them trying too hard not to be WWE to be their end. Right. And I think, you know, with them giving us all of this death matches, I'm personally not a fan of death matches. I I will say I'm very Jim Cornette when it comes to that. No, uh, I don't yeah. think it's needed unless it's story driven. Um, but I feel like I honestly that I'm just gonna leave it there. You're doing too much for me. Um, I I okay. I don't know if they're doing too much because they're trying to they're they're trying to to okay hold on two count for me. Thank you. All right. Love participation. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Uh, and I'll um 
I'll actually I, I'm going with another near fall. I I've been enjoying the EW for the last couple of weeks. Um, uh, but just to uh, you know, comment on what you just said, I I think that they're trying to build an audience. Like yeah. that's what it comes down to. They're literally trying to do everything they can to build an audience. So if that means having ultra violent matches in the main event every week, then you know that's what they're doing. I mean, I don't agree with it. I feel like you should save the ultra violent matches for pay-per-view or, you know, when it, when it matters. Um, Cause you're only doing four pay-per-views a year. Right. So I think that, you know, those type of matches, they do have their place. Like I'm not the biggest death match fan either, but I feel like they do have their place. And I, I can enjoy an ultra violent match every now and then. Right. The last one that I really enjoyed a lot was Britain Thunderosa. Right. Um, before that, Believe it or not, it was the parking lot brawl between best friends and uh, Santana and Ortiz. Like, I, I think it, I think it's good when, hold on, yeah, AEW is still trying to find themselves still. Yeah, I, I get that, you know, and I, I agree. I think that, um, I think they want to give every audience that they perform in front of 150% every time they go out there. Uh, I'm not going to fault them for it, but I do think they should pull back a little bit. You don't have to give them, you know, a bloodbath or a five-star match every single week. You know, so I I, I don't know. Um, But, yeah, that was AEW from this past week. Uh, Let's keep going because we do have, uh, you know, a lot more to talk about. Um, I guess we can go to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't I'm trying to think if I missed anything important on impact. Um it was good. I watched it. I just yeah, it don't was good. I, I I can't I think know. of anything um that stands out, honestly. Okay. Well, if anybody that's watching or listening, because you can listen everywhere, like I'm not even gonna name everything now. You we you're listening to us somewhere, so it's all right. Um or if you're watching the replay, leave it in the comments, you know. Um, but let's uh let's go to SmackDown Live. Um, one of the big the big events that happened was Sasha Banks returning. Um so I'm not even like all right, so the show opened with Cena, he dressed rain reigns, like Baron Corbin got an attitude adjustment. I, I'm digging Corbin's story though. I am digging Corbin's story, I will say that. Um but yeah, that's what I had to say about the opening segment. Um, down bad Corbin is my favorite. Down bad Corbin, yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Down bad Corbin, yeah. <laughs> down bad, Lord. yeah, yeah. We gonna get to it. Um, <sighs> all right. So Jimmy faced uh, Rey Mysterio again. Um, again. Yeah, again, and this time Rey Mysterio beat Jimmy because. They did a reversal, basically, of what happened at the pay-per-view. Um, basically, the Mysterios, the babyfaces, cheated. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, because babyfaces just cheat all the time now. Um, <laughs> whatever. Uh, okay. Then we go to the ring. Right? Uh, we have Bianca Belair. That's out there. SmackDown Women's Champion. Uh, Carmella comes out there. She wants another match. She channeled Christian. She just wants one more match and right i don't want it same zelina vega comes out there and says no you lost already i want my match now um 
and the two start beating up side. Uh, ooh, the two start beating up Bianca Belair. Um, because of course Bianca turns her back on Carmella and shakes hand with Zelina. And I understand this because we all want different matches. So of course, Carmella Cage. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Carmella Cage. Um, make sure y'all support the the Raw Academic Show. By the way, like gotta add that every single week because I want you to get all of your support as well. You support us every week, so we appreciate you. Um, but let's keep going here. Uh, yeah. So Zelina and Carmella attack Bianca. And Sasha comes running out, makes the save, and she's so yeah. happy. She's hugging Bianca. <laughs> and this is, <laughs> and I'm just like, she's so gonna turn on you. But, um, <laughs> but I thought this was cool. I thought this was a cool way to bring Sasha back. What did you think? Of, what did you think of this whole thing? Um, obvious turn is obvious. Yeah. It was <laughs> another pop culture reference. Yeah. Um, if you've seen Scary Movie, um, Regina Hall's. <laughs> I have. She's taking press on nails. Hey, baby girl. <laughs> All right. No, but when Sasha came out, um, I was like, okay, so they're definitely going to turn Sasha. Part of me was like, well, you know, if they don't turn Sasha, what if they turn Bianca? But I don't, I don't think it, yeah. it, they're not going to, they're not going to be Bianca. He's too loud. Um, she's too over. Um, and I was like, well, Sasha's turning. It's yeah, happening. It's but gonna happen. Is it really a turn? I think Sasha was just setting her up. I think Sasha came back and she was already healed. I don't think she turned heel. I think she was just, she was Again. just setting her up. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, so I wouldn't say it's a turn. Like I wouldn't say it's a, a heel turn. I would just say that she yeah. set her up. You know, being yeah. good. You know, the baby things. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. Okay. All it's right. just, it's the ones that smells bunch with you. See a picture. <laughs> now they want the graphic guns that come and get you. Get you. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, but um, yeah. yeah, that was obvious that that was coming. Yeah. Um, we had a 24-7 title match. Don't care. Don't care. Um we had Biggie and wait, 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 wait. There was a Roman Reigns contract signing. Okay, I was about to skip right over that. All right, so Okay, when <laughs> this was announced, <laughs> B, <laughs> because that's what made me laugh. Yeah, no, okay, yeah, it was. It no, was hilarious. It's, it's, All right, so now that was funny. Yeah, so okay, they had a contract signing, and usually yeah. I am very like down on contract signings. Like I, I'm like, yo, get this off my TV screen. This was done a little bit differently. So yeah. We we were supposed to have a contract signing between Finn Balor and Roman Reigns. Reigns is out there sitting at the head of the table, of course, because he is our tribal chief and our head of the table. Um, and he comes out there and he says to, to Finn, "Hey, Finn, did you hear John's opening promo? <laughs> he doesn't think you're good enough, but I do. I think, yo, I it's just Roman being just so like, like, uh, and oh, what's the word I'm looking for? No, um." No. Say it again? Nonchalant? No. Like, uh, yes, but no, that's not the word I was looking for. Like, not being genuine. Um, uh, damn it, I can't, I can't think of it. But anyway, just like I, Roman just being the heel that he is, um, and just being, so, uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I can't even, I can't think of it. 
condescending. Thank you. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. Condescending. <laughs> Reigns being so it's it's late here on the East Coast, y'all. Um, yeah. Reigns being so condescending is just brilliant to me. It's like, no, Finn, I think I think you're ready. <laughs> I think you're ready. I think you're good enough. You know, that John, he doesn't think you're good enough, right? So um he and he's like, you know what? It'll be a pleasure to send you back to NXT. I thought that was a nice line. Um <laughs> I was like, oh wow. Yeah. yeah. And but Finn, Finn had a good comeback. Finn had a good comeback. He he said it would be great to go back to NXT as the new Universal Champion. That 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 was that was cool. Um, also, I want to say that Cena had a good response to the missionary line from last week, where he came out early in the show and he said that um, you know Reigns compared me to missionary position. He was like, "Well, if you find somebody that makes missionary position um, exciting for twenty years, you keep them because they know what they're doing." <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know. So I, I it was great. I, I will touch great. and agree. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought that was great. Great, great comeback from Cena. Um, <laughs> ah, yeah, all right, all right. Because I'm four. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so am I. But anyway, so uh, Finn gets attacked before he's able to sign a contract from Baron Corbin, right? <laughs> and then Baron Corbin looks at the contract. He signs it, and Cena runs as slowly as he possibly can to the ring to go in and uh to attack Corbin and then Cena signs the contract and that's how we got to Cena versus Reigns at SummerSlam. And the whole time Reigns is just looking the whole the whole time like, just sitting there. <laughs> yeah like wait what's going on? <laughs> yeah I, I thought that was I thought it was good stuff. I heard other people bearing it. I thought that was good stuff. I thought it was a creative way to get Cena into um the title match that we all knew that he was going to be in anyway. Yeah. So I, I mean, I agree. I also thought it was creative. I never really saw a contract signing like that one. Right. Right. So you know, <laughs> see what happens when you do something different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good results. Yeah. But, it was uh, good. Yeah, I thought I didn't have a problem with that. That was actually I laughed. It was. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was between. Baron Coburn once again being down bad. Yeah. And Finn oh, cool, Balor man. just just thrown out the ring like you got that. And then you know, Balor too. Cena, you know, Cena just soaking everything in. Just running down to the ring like Cena. Does. And then it it was Roman's face, facial expressions. Yeah. And then you know if you if you watch Paul Heyman. Yeah, of course. I'm watching Paul, too. You watch Paul Heyman. I was like, this is a good segment. Yeah. This is how segments should be. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay, good stuff here, guys. I I, I will say that. Um, So we had uh, six-man tag. Big E, Cesaro, Shinsuke, Nakamura versus Apollo, Dolph, and Rude. Um, baby faces get the win here. I mean, no real... No real surprise. Nothing that sticks out. Babyface get the win. No. Uh, Edge comes out for a promo. And so we go to commercial. <laughs> right? Yeah. At first, we, we, we see Edge going to the ring. Right? Okay, cool. We come back. Seth Rollins is in the ring. No Edge. <laughs> this was just one of these. What <laughs> happened to Edge? <laughs> Yeah. So this was one of the rare this was one of the rare times where they did an angle during the break and there was no like picture in picture or anything like that. So they 
So as Edge is going to the ring, they showed this on replay. Seth Rollins attacked Edge, hit him in the head with like a TV camera or something like, um, yeah. you know, and, and Edge was gone. We didn't see Edge for the rest of the night. And uh, <laughs> it just disappeared. Rollins cut this promo. Um, the fans chanted, we want Becky uh, <laughs> during the promo. Um, and yeah, it looks like we're going to get Rollins and Edge at the pay-per-view at SummerSlam. Like, you know, as if anybody didn't know that. But yeah. Yeah. What do you um, think of this? Okay. Okay, so the chanting we went back to. Yes. I get it. Becky is super over, super popular. Federal. <laughs> Come on now. Stop hijacking segments. Stop. Stop we want Becky. I I mean I mean I I also would like Becky to come back, but she had a baby. Okay, where where <laughs> she had a whole child. Okay, if you don't know much about childbirth, Google, Bing, Yahoo. You could even ask Jeeves. I don't know if you ask Jeeves now, but what? it is like <laughs> you know if she's ready to come back, then she'll come back. Like right. I get it. You know she's missed on TV. She's right. fun. She's great. She's great at what she does. Yeah. But it, doing this literally it, it it becomes irritating after a while. Yeah. And it becomes disrespectful to the talent that's in the ring. Now, I think, granted this this particular talent is married to the person he's <laughs> chanting for. Yeah. But still, come on y'all. Bro. And he's the reason that she's not here, but you know, that's that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. So, there's that. Biology. Yeah. That, right. 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 So anyway, um, <laughs> we get to the main event. I'm trying. We get to the main event. We got Sasha Banks versus. I mean, <laughs> oh, we have Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair versus Carmella and Zelina Vega. That's the one. I can get through it. That's the one. Um, you know. Once again, I'm gonna give Carmela her flowers. Yeah, she has improved tremendously. Yeah, um, I I really like that spot where um, Bianca deadlifts Sasha and throws. That was a really good spot. It's yeah. kind of a callback to their match at WrestleMania. Yeah, she picked her up and you know carried her. Walked up the stairs. Yeah, it, yeah. It was it was really good. Um, who got the win? Um, so Sasha submitted Carmella with the bank yes. statement. Yes. Um, yeah, it wasn't Zelina this time. Um Yeah. Celebrating Sasha and Bianca. To Sasha, I mean to Bianca's music. Yeah. You know, you know, crying yeah. and roar. And um yeah. and Sasha. <laughs> Sasha. Boom, backstabber. Irony. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, and um Sasha beats the dog shit out of Bianca. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Puts her yeah. in the bank statement. Mm-hmm. And you see Bianca and props to Bianca here. Yes. Talk about it. it. Talk about it. She she's she's selling it here. You see her look like she's crying. Yes. You know it wait, I want before we get to that. That D D T 
from Sasha to Beyond. Tornado DDT? That Tornado DDT from Off the Ropes. Yes. Perfect in Bianca selling. Yeah. Yeah. That is how you babyface. Right. I will say this. Bianca is a perfect babyface. Um, going and back to... I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Go ahead. What I was going to say was going back to the bank statement. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and bring the comment up. Oh, Bianca's... Right. I, uh, give me one second. I was actually in a Bianca's different tab. Okay. It looked like she was like crying. She was like struggling. She's baby facing. Loved it. Loved okay? it. Baby facing. No Kenneth Edmonds, but baby facing. Like, <laughs> so it, it was, it was, it was good because it made her sympathetic and the the aggression in Sasha's face and you know it. I think that was a great segment to end on. I, now, I, well, I'm sorry. What were you gonna say? No, I was just gonna say that I think so. Yes, everything that you said was on point. Like Bianca's selling. I think that. Bianca has improved so much and like she's she's learned so quickly um and it's the little things right it's the little things that um makes um uh, Bianca was super baby facing <laughs> yeah yeah it was super yeah. baby facing yeah she yes. was I I loved it because like you said she was hurt because she's like Damn man, I trusted you again. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you yeah, turned it like back on me. The again. third time. The third time. Yeah. The same wound. The same wound. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and she's and also I do I want to mention not only is she selling, you know, that she's hurt, like that she's devastated, but the move itself. Bianca tapped, right? Like, and it wasn't just like she passed out. I'll say this, right? Do you think that was the right move to have your babyface champion tapping out versus just passing out? Because she did wind up passing out after. But at first, she was tapping, like tapping, tapping. Like, get this girl off of me, tapping. So I just wanted to see what you had to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Thanks, we're here all week. (laughs) <laughs> do i think it was a bad move i'm gonna say no in this case okay i'm gonna say no in this case mm-hmm. and the reason why i'm gonna say no is i'm trying to find a way to explain it bianca has looked strong against every competitor that Mm-hmm. Even Bailey. Yeah. Um this here, I I think man, I'm trying to find a good way to, I'm not trying to find it's not bad. I'm just trying to find the right way to say this. Right. With Sasha, um I their chemistry is amazing. Yeah. And I think with the little things that she's doing with the tapping out and the passing out after, it makes her look vulnerable. Yeah. And it makes her look that Sasha has her number. 
Yeah. Even Which though I fully... Will... Okay. I'm, so, uh, I'm sorry, what were you going to say? Because I feel like we were going to go towards the same... Energy. I was just going to say, I fully believe Bianca's going to beat her again, but, you know. Yes, and, and, I, and I think that's... I, that's the right move. Yeah. I mean, she's already beating her on the house shows. They're already working again on the house shows, and Bianca's beating her. So... I think that's the right move unless they try to do the whole chasing the title thing. I think not. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Making Bianca look vulnerable here isn't a problem because okay. of the opponent. Right, right. That's why I really didn't have the issue when, you know, you can tell it was leading to something before Bailey got injured. Right, but you would believe, or you we are being made to believe that Sasha might beat Bianca again, or might beat Bianca. Yeah. I don't think I don't. I honestly don't think that's happening. N- neither do I. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't think she's dropping the title to Sasha. I one. I think it's too soon. She's hot. She's over. Um, and Sasha's hot. Sasha's over. Yeah, but, I heard the crowd when she came out there. I don't think they'll take it off Bianca this early. I'm with you, and uh, we'll talk more about that when we do our SummerSlam predictions. Um, SummerSlam is the 21st, I believe. So, um, yeah, news so. to me, news <laughs> to your boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did we'll, not we'll, know that. Yeah, so we'll we'll talk more. All right. Uh, have a good night. Thank you for joining us for the show. As always, again, support the Raw Academic Show. Um, and yeah, catch the replay if you get a chance, or uh, um, catch us on uh, Apple, Spotify, everything. Um, YouTube, YouTube, yes, YouTube. Thank you, V. YouTube, uh, it's YouTube is still new to us, so I'm like, I have to remember, uh, you know, not just Twitter and Facebook here. Okay, so that was SmackDown. What do you, what do you give SmackDown? (laughs) Um, I don't, mm. <laughs> if it wasn't for the contract signing segment and the main event, I probably would have given it a one count, but I am going to give it a two count here. Okay. So let's get that two count graphic on the screen here. There it is. Oh, no, no, no. There we go. Um, there go. yeah. Um, yeah, I'm with you. Two count show for me. Um, some stuff I like, some stuff I didn't care about, but all in all, you know, I had some entertainment, so that that counts for something. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's go to Raw. Um, briefly, I guess. <laughs> we don't. I would say, really say that every week. We, we really we don't. Um, but you know, I think we probably should. Uh, okay. Couple of segments there. Uh, Goldberg comes out to confront Bobby Lashley. His son, who <laughs> looks like he's 25 now, um, is in this. <laughs> is Skip? Skip. Did you not see his son though? I don't give a fuck. Okay. Well. Okay. Bobby Lashley gotten um Gage's face uh after Goldberg had issued a challenge to him. We're gonna get Bobby and Goldberg obviously and. Goldberg went to the back. He wound up coming back out, sparing MVP because MVP was in Gage's face, his 15-year-old son who looks 25. Um, yeah. And, yeah, that was the segment. Uh, and they chanted, we want Wyatt during the beginning segment. 
Um, Bray Wyatt released over the weekend. Uh, I guess we should probably talk about that. Bray Wyatt was last on Raw, so it does tie into Raw. See what we do here, people. Um, I guess we should talk about it. Uh, how do you feel about this? And quickly, because I know we could probably spend a whole show talking about Bray and his career, but um, his career in WWE. But uh, was this a surprise to you? And do you think that Bray even wants to still wrestle anymore? Um, the latter question that is up to him. Yeah. Uh, what's important to me is that his mental health is um, where he wants it to be. Right. Um, because I know he really, you know, he's talked about it, you know, or he's alluded to it that he's been really going through it since Brody Brody's passing. Yeah. And um I want him to be happy whatever he decides to do. And I think that's where I have to keep it. Yeah. Um if he decides to wrestle again, I hope he's happy wherever he goes. Um if he doesn't decide to wrestle anymore, I hope he's happy doing whatever he ends up doing. Yeah. My What's important to me is that he's mentally okay. Yeah. Did I see this coming? No. I, I'll say this, right? I think that Bray Wyatt being released um, changes changes things a bit. I feel like that means almost anybody can be released. I think a little bit when Braun Strowman was released, I can like that was one of the things I was like, all right, whoa. You know what I'm saying? But I think now at this point, if you're not Roman, Charlotte, um, <laughs> really, that's that's about it. Like Seth Rollins, maybe like if you're not one of those people, um, you can be released. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think uh, I think everybody um, should pay attention to that. And um, I hope whatever Bray does, he's happy. Uh, he's healthy. And he's doing what he loves to do. So, um, yeah, best of luck to Bray. Um, and I know that um, JoJo also, um, uh, from what I'm hearing, and anybody that knows me, JoJo, I'm a huge fan of JoJo. I've always been a huge fan of JoJo. I used to yeah, love that girl. Yeah. What? Tell me about it. Yeah. Um, I and when I met her, I did tell her I had a huge crush on her. And she said, thank you. And then we kept it moving. Um, <laughs> But and I oh, treasure the picture I have with her. Like I, I treasure it. Like it's it's like safeguarded. But anyway, um, the point I'm trying to make is JoJo actually quietly left the WWE eight mm-hmm. months ago. I didn't even know that, and I'm like one of JoJo's biggest fans. So I didn't know that her contract like expired and she just never renewed it. I thought she was still a part of the inactive roster. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I just I hope the best for Bray. Uh, did you see this tweet? From uh from Rhonda that everybody was talking about. Um, I'll read it. Uh it says you, I've you seen know, Usain fans chanting hashtag we want Wyatt last night chanting we want beach balls over Bray Wyatt performing. If the WWE treated him like he was expendable, it was because 
you ungrateful idiots did first. Um, in tweet, I guess <laughs> I didn't want to say in quote. So in in tweet, I guess. Um, how do you feel about it? Let me get this tweet off the screen here, because I know how um, much you love Ronda. Well, let me I do not. <laughs> um, <laughs> I should have worn my Ronda, my Ronda shirt today. But yeah, I'm listening. You know, I hate to say this. Yeah, but she has a point. She does. However, common space. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to rem- I remember the we want beach balls. Thing. Yeah. Doing a, a Bray Wyatt match. What was that match? Who was he wrestling? Against? It was in 2018. I can't remember his opponent. I, I, I really don't. I was trying to look it up, but I didn't have time. Because I was trying to do it as we as we was going. I, I understand where she's coming from. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, wrestling fans are fickle. Fickle, as Danny Bryan would say. Many things can be true at the same time. I never thought that Bray was under well. Mm. 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 <laughs> Let me rephrase that. I'm not gonna say that Bray Wyatt was fantastic at what he was giving. Right. Sometimes it didn't go over well because, you know, an old man has last say <laughs> and he's out of touch uh, I'm going to continue to say this he's out of touch and I don't think it was the performance that was causing them to chant that right it was probably more so creative it wasn't the actual performer it was creative but um yeah I just and wanted to so- oh. And sometimes I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. I'll say you know, when things are bad, when the product that you are giving us is bad, mm-hmm. despite how we love certain parts of the product, I think fans should have the right to voice that. Right. Yeah. Because we are the ones buying tickets. We are the ones watching the show. Yeah. And if we think that something that we are consuming is bad, we either no longer want to consume it, or yeah. we want change or refund. Right. I'm just saying, you wouldn't go to your favorite restaurant, your favorite favorite restaurant, get your regular thing, and then you bite into it or start drinking it, and it doesn't taste good. You're gonna want that to be sent back. You are yep. either gonna want it to be remade or mm-hmm. you're going to want a refund. Yeah. So as consumers, um, we have to write, we have the right to feel that the product that we're doing or that we're, you know, taking in, if we don't like it, we have the right to voice that to quote the late great chat with Bozeman on my rainy flat bottom. Niggas right. have a right to be, you know, mad. Yeah. So yeah. yes, I get it. You know, hijacking certain things can be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. But if what we are getting is shit, we have the right to not like that. Like the whole Miss TV segment. Okay. Uh, I, you didn't like the I, Miss TV segment? No, I didn't. I felt bad for Damian Priest. Because they was chanting, we want punk? 
or CM yeah, Punk? Yeah, they were trying. They were trying CM Punk and in he's Chicago. trying to like fight. Yeah, I mean it was Chicago, yeah. but you know the the product the the segment was bad. It wasn't good. This this it wasn't this, good. Yeah. The, the, the moist wanted, like the most, yeah, America's most moist wanted. Right. Like, I think please. they're doing that because everybody hates the word moist. So, I mean, I love the word moist. Uh, I'm sorry to everybody that hates the word moist. I'm saying, <laughs> um, yeah, it wasn't good. I, they, they started chanting CM Punk. Yeah, I mean, yeah. granted, they were in Chicago. I expected that. I was like, yeah. okay, when do they chant CM Punk? Yeah. Now, usually when they chant CM Punk, if you shut it down early, like if you if you try to ignore it, they're going to keep chanting it throughout the night. But they used to have like Stephanie or Triple H or, you know, one of the McMahons do mm-hmm. or one of the bigger like heels do. They would have them go out there early and just shut down a CM Punk chance. They would address CM Punk. Like I remember a bunch of times. Stephanie would go out there, yeah, and Punk's not here, so you can stop cheering for him or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they would address it, and that would get the people to stop doing it. It's the same thing that Charlotte's doing with the Becky chance in her promo. She's addressing it because she knows Becky's not there. If Becky was really there, they would just totally no-sell it. But because Becky's not there, I love the fact that Charlotte said, yeah, well, Becky didn't sell out this arena. I did. <laughs> okay, it was me. Even though, you know, it wasn't, but like I thought that was great heel work. Um, and yeah, that that promo set up a match later, whatever. Um, I'm skipping over stuff. Karen Cross faced Keith Lee again. This time, Keith Lee got the win. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts on this? What the fuck are they doing? Don't know. They don't either. I mean. Who's getting over here? I mean, granted, Keith Lee was over. Yeah. But he's lost a lot of steam because he's been off TV. Not his fault, but that's just what it is. So how do you build him up? Uh, you have him come back to lose two weeks in a row. And now, okay, he beats the NXT champion. Your NXT champion is losing on Raw. Again, he lost to Jeff Hardy, and now he's lost to Keith Lee. Now. No harm in losing to Keith Lee, but there is a little bit of harm when you're the NXT champion, you know. So, but then we're supposed to take you seriously when you're trying to fight Samoa Joe. Okay. Uh, the show finished with a main event of a no holds barred match between Charlotte and Nikki. Um, Nikki gets the win against Charlotte. Um, this was actually a pretty good no holds barred match. Um, I mean, they they did pull out a lot of the stops that you know you thought they would, and um, the crowd got into it because the crowd started falling asleep towards the third hour. You could tell, and they really got into this uh, this main event. So, um, and Nikki wins. So, so your your challenger for the world title loses. First of all, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this match? If no, they're having a match at SummerSlam. I don't know. But okay. are they doing this just to fit Rhea in at the last minute? Because Well, Rhea got a win and then she 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 beat uh Naya. Naya. 
Because they, but the match is already signed. It's a triple threat match. So what are we doing? Oh. Nikki versus Charlotte. Yeah, it's a triple threat. I match. It's already signed. You know, I don't pay attention to Raw. Um, yeah, it, yeah. So Rhea's already in I there. I don't know. I don't know. I can't say. Um, yeah, I can't. I don't. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're doing. It's like there's slim pickings. Yeah, and um. Raw, the wall, the wall, wall. Who am I, Elmer? The Raw <laughs> Women's <laughs> Division. The Raw, <laughs> Jesus. Come on, we're we get to it. Yeah, we're live. The Raw, <laughs> the Raw with Raw. Um, the Raw's Women Division needs a facelift. It, yeah, it, well, it needs the whole show does. It's not just the Raw. I mean, just Raw. And you heard they were allegedly trying to do a third hour SmackDown. No. No, please no, please, no. please no. Mm-mm. Two hours is fine. Why to compete with Rampage? Because mm. we don't need is... a third. Okay, okay. Oh my bad. I was saying we don't need a third hours. No, we don't. We don't keep it two hours. It's perfectly fine. Um, that way we can all turn to Rampage. Well, I pal, we can all turn to Rampage at 10 p.m. Eastern. Um, mm. I'm giving Smack. I'm ooh, Smack. I'm giving Raw a one count. How do you feel about it? You know what? I'm gonna give Raw one count as well. Okay. Um, that was but wild. I will say this. Yeah, I yeah. will say this. Nikki looked like a baby face out there. She does. She just doesn't look like a champion. I agree. And and again, I want to make it clear. I'm not discrediting uh, Nikki's wrestling ability. No, no, Nikki can go. Nikki can go. I, we can, I don't, I've never denied that. I've I, don't never think, denied. I don't think the character is main event quality. That's just me, personally. But I give her credit for making up, for creating um, a character that she's invested in. Yeah. So I, I, I give her credit for that. Um, Quick note on NXT before I talk about Battle Club and we get out of here. Um, mm-hmm. Index is finally a thing. It happened tonight. I don't know. Did you see uh-huh. it, B? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I loved this, this uh, ending segment. Um, yeah. So for the people that did not um, see it, uh, so it was a love her or lose her match, right? I believe that's what they was calling it, and it was Johnny Gargano basically acting like like a proud father, <laughs> like yeah, if you want Indy, you got to go through me, right? So, so, <laughs> so um, we had Johnny Gargano versus uh Dexter Loomis in the main event of uh NXT. And so, well, um Dexter loses. Okay? Dexter loses, but in the end he gets Indy Hartwell. So, um in case anybody missed it, um you, you just you just love love to see this. Let's let's just play this. Let's let's run this. Oh man, look at them. Ah, yeah, there it is. There it is. Move, move. <laughs> a true move, move. Right? Yeah, I too want to be Lufas. All right, we're done. Right, okay, <laughs> let's. Uh, all right. Um, all right. Get off the screen there. Um, but yeah, that was NXT. Now, uh, yeah. my question, just about NXT. Yeah. Well, it's about this in particular. Yeah. Do you think Indy leaves the way? So my initial thought was she just turned her back on the way. Like, I, 
I think, like, I would assume so, but where do we go from here with index? Because we kind of just got our payoff here, like the big kiss that, you know, everybody's been waiting for. And boy, was it a big kiss. Like, it wasn't, like, they didn't hold back. Indy did not, Indy went full force on that one. Like, so um, I give kudos to, to both of them for that because that's not easy to do on television, for one. Like, I mean, you know, I know actors and actresses do it all the time, but that's not something that's comfortable for a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? So um, I give them credit for making it look as natural and as real as you possibly can with all of those people watching and being mm-hmm. on television. Like, so um, credit to them. On-screen kisses are never easy, like from what I hear. So um, especially if they're not a real life couple, which I don't believe they are. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought this was great i but again i don't know maybe maybe they i don't know i don't know what you do with indy in the way at this point at this point i don't know um it's a good question i guess remains to be seen because they kind of left it open you know where's austin theory i don't know i I don't know after he dipped after he (laughs) remember after he dipped out remember that and then he's he put he wanted the no the no look um you know thing that they do, and Johnny didn't do it back, and he just, <laughs> he just put his head down and just dipped. Indy saw it. I remember because I was I remember watching Indy saw it and she was just like, oh man, like she knew it. Like yeah. So, um, I don't know. I I don't know what they do with uh with with theory at this point either. Um, I guess theory's still in a way though. He's just having some you know issues there. I don't I don't know. But um, I, I thought this was a good way to end the show. And overall, I thought the show was a two count for me. Um, yeah, but this was a strong, strong segment. I like I'm digging the stuff with Cameron and um, L.A. Knight. Um, Ted DiBiase made an appearance tonight as well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, solid, solid, solid stuff. I, I didn't really have um, that big of an issue with uh, NXT. Um, okay, so. uh. I'm going to talk about Battle Club in a second, but we do have to take a brief, brief, brief intermission. Um, and we will be right back on go for the pen. I think we're back. Ah, there you yeah. go. So there you I go. go. And get ah, my backstage pass from uh from Battle Club Pro this past weekend. <sighs> um, shout out to Battle Club Pro. I just want to I want to say this real quick. Also, yeah. um, Joe, Joe Kim, thank you. I I've loved this business for my entire life. Okay, I've been trying to get into this business for the, for my entire life. I just to do. Just a little bit like I have messages from like 2019 and just like asking just any any way, you know, to get into um, the business, any way to get into the company. Um, 
like I asked to set up the ring to to do something, anything. Like I told him I work for free, and I, that's that's a shoot. Like I really would, um, just because I love this business so much. And this past weekend, I got a chance to be a sponsor. Um, well, me and V, uh, yeah. the show sponsored Battle Club Pros, uh, Jobber Slam this past weekend, and it was a predominantly black um wrestling event you know uh people of color i should say and i really i give joe so much credit for putting together something like this i give wilkins from the jobber tears podcast so much credit for putting something together like this janelle janelle i didn't know we had a mutual friend we'll talk about that off air but um yeah um shout out to janelle it was a pleasure meeting you in person and um you were so great to me i I, like i said i just want to like give people their flowers um you know so my experience was I got there. We got to the building because the sponsors were supposed to be there before the fans. Right. So sponsors, staff, talent. Um, So I got there like probably around three. The show was supposed to start at like 630. But um, I actually had another event to to be at. I was DJing. Um, and that's like, you know, that's my other job that I do. I have multiple things there. But um, that's my other thing. The funny thing is, the great thing is, this event was literally around the corner, like no exaggeration, from where I was DJing at, just by like chance. Like I could not believe it was like the luckiest weekend of my life, right? Like because I'm like I could walk to you know to my my event, you know from you know from a Jabber Slam. So I got in around three. They were still setting up the ring when I got in, um, and. Yeah, as you can see on the screen there, a little picture of um that's Tasha still on Tasha Steele's on the uh the turnbuckles there, um, right in the middle. But um, yeah, when I when I got there, they were still setting up the ring and everything. As you can see, the ring skirt isn't even on there yet, <laughs> you know. So um uh so I asked them if they needed any help with anything because I wasn't like scheduled to help or or anything like that it was just you know i was you know there as a representative for go for the pin um at first they was like nah we're good this and third so you know i kind of just chilled out i kind of wish v was there because you know everybody else had their their co-hosts and everything like that and i was just like kind of like the lone wolf there but it's all good you know um they made me feel at home just just to make it real crystal clear (laughs) i did not i did not abandon my (laughs) I promise. <laughs> we do this show remotely. Everybody, I, I'm pretty sure most people were under the impression that I was in Brooklyn. Yeah. Which I should have been because I'm yeah. very big mad about it, everything. You know, this text oh, thread. He was like, mad about this one. Big I tell you. Mad, big, <laughs> That's mad, Big Swall right there. Shout I out to Big I love yeah. Big Swall. I'm big mad that I wasn't able to be there, but. Um, whenever there's another event, King V will make his appearance. All right. All so, right. You heard it here on Go for the Pen. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I just want to say, like, the experience of just being there early and seeing, like, production meetings and, you know, things like that. It's just, it's, it's something that, like, you dream of as a kid, you know, and it's just like, wow, this is really happening. Like, 
Big Swole is hanging out with me doing the electric slide before the show starts. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just, no, oh, yeah, we're we super black. so black. No, yeah, we were super <laughs> so black. black. Yeah, oh, oh, my God. Yeah, we super black. So black. Uh, Nothing says black event like electric slide. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, And everybody was involved. Like, Tasha was there. And just seeing them, I won't, I'm not going to, there's certain things I won't talk about because there is that line of, yes, we all know it to work. But I, yeah. I'm just not going to say certain things. But yeah, we all yeah. know we know that people go over their matches and everything like that. I'm not, I, I'm not going to tell you the spot that that I, you know they was going over. But there was one spot that they did early in the day, and they meaning Tasha and Big Swole, who was main eventing the show, that I was like, oh, they're gonna kill it. They that's gonna, they, <laughs> yo, that's gonna kill. You know what I'm saying? I'm not again. I'm not gonna tell talk about which spot it is. Just watch it when it comes out. I think they're gonna they're gonna show the whole show in two weeks. I believe is what Wilkins Wilkins said because this was like an invite only type of event. So um, yeah, it was really cool. I helped set up the seats and everything, so that was also um, nice. They was I, you know eventually they did need help, and Janelle was just like you know you can help setting up the the chairs. I was like I right, cool dope whatever you need you know. Um, also, somebody that doesn't get enough credit for this also is uh Joe's partner Ray, who was really coordinating everything. Um, shout to Ray, thank you, thank you for the opportunity. Um, and I'm just like thankful, man. Uh, had a nice little conversation with Big Swole. I asked her, I did not record it, um, but I did ask her how she felt about performing in front of fans, and you know, um, is she worried things are gonna shut down again? And she said, um. She loves that they're able to perform in front of the fans again, but everybody has to do their part on this. You know, if the, unless they want another shutdown, like everybody has to do their part. Um, but you know, she was just so happy to be in front of a live crowd, and she's such a great person. Like, swole, thank you, swole. You already know. Um, so mad. Tasha as well. Shout out to Tasha, but Tasha, Tasha got in there. Tasha got in around like four ish or whatever, I, and I didn't want to really bother her because when she got in, she went to put her bags down. And cause like, it's funny. Cause like I was walking straight and she had to like pass me. Right. And like, cause I was like, kind of, I was helping with the chairs. Right. So I stopped, let Tasha pass by whatever. And I asked him like, I'm like, yo, when you get a chance, um, when you get a chance, can I talk to you for a few minutes? She's like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Like she was, she didn't, you know, she wasn't mean about it at all. She was like, yeah, sure. But I know she was like rushing and trying to like put her stuff down and everything. But then once she put her stuff down, her and Swole, you know, were going through the match. So um, I didn't get a chance to really talk to Tasha. But next time, you know, um, next time. Uh, what else? There was – okay, so what everybody's been waiting for, right? What everybody's been waiting for, right? <clears throat> Darius Carter. I got there around <laughs> – I got there at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, okay? I didn't leave until about 6.30-ish. Darius Carter was nowhere to be found. I was looking high and low for Darius Carter. I knew all of the exits, okay, because I had a, I had this thing, okay, that, that granted me <laughs> to all of them exits, all right. Um, did not see Darius Carter not one time. Apparently, according to one of the people in attendance, Darius Carter didn't get there until after I was already gone. Hmm, coincidence? I think not. So, Darius Carter actually faced um, Savannah who I got to talk to for a lengthy, a lengthy amount of time before the show. She was actually sitting next to Miss Layla Hirsch from AEW. 
Layla was in the crowd because Ashley Vox of the Sea Stars was wrestling, and that's her girlfriend. So she was in the crowd supporting her, which was cool. Layla's mad cool. Savannah's mad cool. She was telling me mad stories about Darius Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to share them because that's between me and her, but just know, I know. Um, uh, but yeah, all in all, great show. Again, I want to say thank you to Battle Club. Thank you to the Jabba Tears podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you to Joe Kim. Thank you to Ray. Thank you to Janelle. Thank you to Wilkins. Thank you. Thank you. If you had anything to do with this show, just thank you. Thank you, Big Swole. Like, I can't forget Big Swole. Thank you, Big Swole. Just go ahead and rub it in. Like, I, <laughs> I'm sorry, B. Sorry, man. You'll be there next time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're a team. You'll be there next time. So it's all good. And they see me. They already, as soon as I got there, they was like, wait, it's just you? I was like, yeah. It was like, where's your co-host? <laughs> I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, damn, all right. <laughs> I'm like, like, wow, all right. Um, he's not I here. Guess I movie. guess I'm over. Wow. I guess so. Yeah, you're over, pal. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> I just wanted to share that and just give my thanks to Battle Club. That's all I wanted to do. And tell Darius Carter he's still running for me. That's oh, all the time we have for oh, um <laughs> for go for the pin for tonight. Um <laughs> join us next week. Uh you can join us on Twitter at Go for the Pin Show. You can join us on Instagram at and go for the pin underscore show. There you go. Thank you. You can v. find me, King V, at King V underscore the ruler at und- whoa, on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And underscore watch my throne on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, underscore, uh, underscore, underscore. What is underscore? Underscore watch my throne on Twitter. You can, <laughs> you can find me at Mike Ooh, underscore EQ on Instagram. And you can find me on Twitter at DJ Mikey Q. Um, and support Battle Club Pro, support Jabba Tears, support, support Powerbomb Jutsu. <laughs> so I'm saying it right. I want to get buried again. Good night, uh, everybody. <laughs> we'll see y'all next time. Oh.